Welcome back to the Fangirl Forum. I'm your host, Meredith Loftus, aka your friendly neighborhood fangirl. WandaVision may have kicked off the party, but Marvel's Falcon and the Winter Soldier series has cemented Marvel's comeback in 2021 in a big way. Six weeks have come and gone, and out of it, Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes are ready to face what lies ahead in the post-snap world. The finale was last week, and it honestly received uh, mixed reviews, and I'm hoping to get to the bottom of it with my two guests. Returning back to the Fangirl Forum are friends of the show, Brianna Sutton and Robert Meza. How's it going, guys? Going pretty good. Good. Good Glad to be back. Mm Mm-hmm. It's been it a is, long time. It has been a long time. You've been just tell me, missed. just tell me I've been here more often than Ernie has. <laughs> I think y'all are kind of tied now because he yeah. was on for our, the cats episode. Actually, every time Robert's been on, Ernie has okay. also been on. So, and then the episode with the two of you together. Yeah, oh, I think yeah, y'all are tied. I about that. That was what fun. did we talk about? I think we were arguing arguing with him about Logan. Oh, okay, yeah, that it was what it was. Mm-hmm. He's gonna love knowing that we mentioned him like ten seconds in. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't even know about this right now. So I'm leaving this as a delightful surprise uh, okay. for when he listens <laughs> to the episode. It's like, wait, what? That would be fun. Yeah, but. Yes, you you two are tied. Um, Robert, you are. This is my third time. So all three of you are tied. Oh, nice. Is this only my third time? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, 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 no. Brianna, you've beat him because you did my Game of Thrones episode because we talked about the finale. Mm-hmm. I did a solo episode with you, then had you and Ernie on. This is your fourth one. Yeah, so... That's what I thought. Yeah. Mm. You are beating Ernie. <laughs> now that I know it's a competition, now I'm going to come for that. Number. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, we sorry to say more rivalries up in here. <laughs> yeah, well, there isn't one because there's no beating me. So. <laughs> you heard it here. Well, I'm happy that both of you are here to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier. This was supposed to be the first Marvel Disney Plus series to come out and it ended up being its second one. The finale was just this past week. What are your overall thoughts on the show? Like, what what did you think of the series? Robert, you want to go first? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I guess so. I'll go first. Um, overall, look, I very much enjoyed the series. Like, I was there every Friday night, you know, ready to watch. And I think by the time we got to the end of it, I enjoyed Sam's arc, right? To becoming Captain America. Oh, wait. Well, hold on. Hold on. Sorry. I keep doing this. <laughs> I need to keep remembering this. Spoilers. 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 Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All the spoilers <laughs> for the six episodes. I'm sorry. I can't believe I forgot to say that. But yeah, Way to well, bury the lead, man. I know. I know. Spoilers. Okay. I'm done. Please continue. I'm so sorry, Robert. This is like the second or third time I've done this to you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I overall enjoyed it, but I think, you know, I it did feel a little uneven for me. Like the premiere episode, I wasn't fully like on board with. The second one got pretty good, but it did feel like it had a lot of filler in it. I think the main issue with it is that it had a lot of 
like threads going through it, you know, and I think it didn't really focus on each one of them like long enough for us to like really feel satisfied with it, but it was still very good. But like at the end of the day, it feels like a, it feels like kind of like Iron Man two or three, which, you know, those movies were just fine, but you know, not great, but you still kind of need them to fill in the story. Mm -hmm. Um, And we need this obviously to, you know, move on to Captain America four or season two or whatever they do. But still, like, if I were giving it, like, a letter grade, I would say, like, B or B minus, maybe, you know? Yeah, (laughs) I concur. I would also say probably B minus, maybe, I think, overall. I did. I mean, I thought that it had a lot of really cute moments, and there were, like, great heartwarming moments to see. But, yeah, there was a lot of threads pulling here and there and a lot of unnecessary stuff. But I will say that I did kind of like, I know that it was kind of like slower pace, but I did kind of like that because I feel like, you know, Marvel is always, it's always go, 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 action, 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 you know. So this kind of gave us the time to really sit with the characters a little bit, I think. And so like seeing, it was honestly the most realistic of all of the Marvel properties, I feel like, because... I don't know, it just felt more like real life with Sam struggling to even like get money from the bank and, you know, seeing Bucky on a really, pro- I feel like that's also, this is the most Bucky has ever said in any movie. And I'm so glad that they finally gave him more to do. So, you know, getting to see the residuals of what he's having to deal with because basically everything that Steve ever did (laughs) was for Bucky essentially and then they barely show him ever I don't like how they treat Winter Soldier that's another conversation but I thought that they did like a lot better with that so there were things that I liked about it but yeah overall I'm gonna say B minus yeah if I give a letter grade Meredith what did you think I mean, I'm in the same boat with y'all. I think there are things that worked well in this series. Like my whole thing is Bucky's one of my least favorite characters. And I walked away like liking him. Oh, Brianna, this is not new information. Why is he one of your least favorite? Because everything Cap ever did was for Bucky. He barely does anything. And it was so annoying to me of like, the Avengers broke up because of this guy. I just don't I have time for this. So, but see, that's what well, I'm saying. Was his best friend? Yeah, his best friend. But like, I didn't care. But I that's didn't not Bucky's care. fault. That's not Bucky's fault. That's Marvel's fault. That's what I'm telling you. Oh, is they have underused him in every movie. The one time when they showed him really, really doing well was in Winter Soldier when we got to really see him showcase. And also parts in Civil War as well. They did some good scenes with him in Civil War. But I'm like, I feel like they underused him in everything. Like, y'all could have activated him and he could have been out here knifing people in Endgame. But I still talk about how the ending... I'm not even getting it. The ending of Endgame pisses me off so much. That last scene, as much as I loved it when I first saw it, now it upsets me. Wait, the scene when Cap gives... Uh, Sam the Shield or like no 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 not, not the the fight scene the fight oh the big, the big yeah to do at the end when everybody shows up yeah because they show there's so many missed opportunities they show Winter Soldier for three seconds shooting a gun and that was it and I'm like okay so this is just to show him okay he's here <laughs> this person's here <laughs> but it wasn't really like 
you know like it didn't feel like lord of the rings battle like i would have loved a lord of the rings style Mm -hmm. type battle you know like that kind of that much energy into it instead they gave me a 15 minute show of something (laughs) i was waiting for for 20 years (laughs) 10 how long was it 10 10 10 years 10 years and they gave me a 15 minute scene which is why i will uh, anybody who ever complains about runtime ever again and talking about like justice league's four hour cut like in oh. game could have done it longer actually absolutely I, so i saw on twitter a few weeks ago that apparently there was a deleted scene that during the battle in Endgame that bucky ends up like saving pepper's life and there's like a nod between him and tony and i'm like I heard why could that. we have had that why did they cut it Why'd you cut it? That's what I'm saying. They keep mistreating him. So that's why I liked how they treated him Mm -hmm. in this series much more. And I do hope that if they do four, that he'll be in it and that he'll continue on in a season two of the show or, you know, what have you. Because, and I mean, Sebastian Stan is great. He's a very good actor. Oh, Um, definitely. Like my qualms with Bucky have never been about Sebastian Stan's abilities because like he's a great actor and mm -hmm. he was able to bring a lot of depth to him in this six episode arc. Like I felt like I get Bucky now than I did in the past. But I felt like some parts of like Bucky's character kind of like got sidelined. I thought some parts of Sam's arc during like, especially in episode three, I felt like they kind of like pushed him to the side too, even though it was kind of more of his story anyways. Like I, I felt like this season as a whole, it felt a little disjointed and the parts that were great were really good. Like mm-hmm. I like Sharon Carter's ending, you know, that, Okay, her being the power broker, not the biggest surprise in the world. Not a big surprise. And also, why? (laughs) Why? Well, that's, but that's where I have a problem is like, I want to see why she became power broker, not just like, oh, by the way, she's the power broker and she's still keeping up her business, even though she's been given a full pardon back in the US. Like, I want to know. She clearly wasn't blipped. What was she doing in the meantime? How did she build this empire essentially out of Madripoor? And yeah, I feel like those were some wasted opportunities mm-hmm. that we didn't get more of that to have it feel a bit more earned. Also, I thought there was like a lot of ancillary stuff. They could have tightened it better. Zemo, I like Zemo a lot, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel like we needed Zemo flag smashers john walker it it just felt kind of rock yeah it just felt muddled it was a lot yeah i think you know they always we always learn like in script writing or filmmaking like show don't tell right Mm -hmm. i think this show like told us a lot more than it showed us because like there was so much stuff going on and i actually think you know i know we're getting into like marvel's getting into tv shows like this would have benefited from being a movie (laughs) being like a tight two-hour movie because like all you really needed was like sam the u.s agent guy and carly and her uh, bad guys right and that should have been like a nice well-paced two-hour film you know because it you know it's like you said like i honestly think 
Bucky got the short end of the stick because like the show is yeah. called Falcon and the Warrior Soldier, mm-hmm. but it could have been called like Falcon and Friends, you know, because yeah. he really yeah. gets pushed off to the side. Like he's like in the in the first episode, he does have a lot to do. But then once everything, the plot gets going, yeah. like his kind of journey just gets pushed off. And then by the end, it it's supposed to have like a real emotional moment when he finally completes that list. But it doesn't really land for me because we don't really see a lot. Like, again, we get told more yeah. than we don't. Yeah, see what I mean? How they yeah. how they treat Bucky? <laughs> I don't get it. There's so much more that they could he could be doing. But For, I mean, maybe he'll be the focus in the second season or something. Yeah. Maybe this was just like, okay, we're trying to introduce Sam as Captain America. So. Yeah, and that's what this was, that's right? It, yeah. Yeah, and then to like defend <laughs> Meredith's distaste of Bucky, I think he's always been like a really important character in you know the mcu but we've never really gotten to know more than like a couple of scenes you know so for him to be so important like you had to give us more to care to care about why captain america is fighting for him you know defending him against everybody else you know and maybe maybe it will be you know like they announced the new captain america 4 right and literally the day of the finale they're like by the way cap four is coming and we also might get a season two so maybe season two is when we'll finally get you know bucky's more bucky more like flesh him out a little bit more you know more bucky yeah for sure yeah honestly the that he was just my favorite part of it and i think i mean probably a big part of that is sebastian stan but i think also he was just like he's my favorite character and i like that they were exploring his his kind of loneliness. I'm like, I didn't feel like I just saw enough of that. Like he's alone. He's by himself. He is a hundred plus. <laughs> Everyone who you know he was with before is dead or gone. You know, so it's like, show me why I didn't get like why he's only going. He would go see Sam and then leave, or like he would like. They were like never together. I didn't get that either. <laughs> so I'm like, shouldn't he be spending more time with you? Like, why haven't y'all been hanging out? You don't have nobody else. Why is he living in Brooklyn alone right now? Right, you know, like... sleeping on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, they definitely, I would like to see a better examination of what's going on with Bucky. Well, that's why I liked the therapy scenes with him. Like, yeah. that's where I thought we really got into his psyche. Like, the scene and I think it was the second episode with like couples therapy with Sam where he was like, I need to know that cat, like that Steve was right about you because that means he was right about me and believing in me. And I was like, Whoa, that's like something deep and vulnerable. You just shared. Like, I want to dive in a little bit more into that. So the fact that that was kind of like the end of the therapy sessions were like, yeah, could have done more giving your therapist a card at the end of the series saying like finish the book thanks for everything was like well actually more stuff you need to be in therapy for we've only scratched the surface homeboys a lot of (laughs) turmoil in that brain of his (laughs) yeah and I think that's why like you know when when, after WandaVision I was like wow like I like we're so lucky that this came first right Mm because we were seeing something so different um, from Mm -hmm. Marvel but I actually looking back at it now though that we have both of them I actually think this should have been first so we wouldn't have gotten our hopes up so much after watching because my expectations were sky high after wandavision and for this to kind of go back to the standard marvel Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that right but you know this was definitely more like the status quo marvel stuff yeah you know i think this one probably should have came first and then 
gone into the weird stuff with WandaVision because like WandaVision was all character development right it was all yeah. you know that and this was more like although they were good like the set pieces were great like the first one like like those would have been lucky to have been one in, in, in a movie you know like the climax of a movie but at the same time like there was so much stuff going on the character growth and development did suffer a little bit because yeah. of all that I also hated the villain Carly she was stupid and I wanted her to die way sooner than she did. And I completely agreed with Zemo when he was like, you need to kill her. I was like, yes, because she's dumb. You can't talk to dumb. You can't talk to dumb. And it was very annoying to watch because like, he kept trying to reason with her. Like, no, she's I, not going to listen to you. I didn't dislike her them you know the 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 little group what were they called the flag smashers Smashers. you know because they were fighting for you could argue like a just cause but it's one of those things again where it's like they only told you what they're fighting for like if we had seen more of like what what they were doing to the people like Mm -hmm. then we could get behind them a little bit more right Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's just we didn't have enough there to because they weren't portrayed like as as full-on villains right like there was a lot of like great like areas there and that's one of the things that i liked about the show like all the ambiguity with the characters right like with the the u.s agent what's his name yeah john walker john walker which, i thought that was i thought he was really, i have a lot of problems yeah. with john he was I, but he was the most interesting though honestly. yeah like that like, was that, that whole storyline that was, it was. there was something because like you you need that character right for for sam to realize okay this is why i need to be captain america right because you don't need just need a good soldier you need a good person right Right. and just the way they they built him up like the media built him up as a new captain america i thought that was a great commentary like on like the way um you know we use the military today you know so Mm -hmm. and something that we really haven't seen in in marvel you know so that was great I like all of what you're saying. I'm agreeing with you there. My problem was how they kind of like gave him a pass in the last episode, you know, because the previous episode, they like stripped him of his titles, you know, like they were saying like, you're done. And the fact that like halfway through the finale battle, Bucky's like, yeah, well, like I'll, go with him or whatever and they were like working together and yeah i, I, I told totally yeah, you i was like that. do like, you not remember you just like exactly. got the shield back last episode there was blood on that shield like right. yeah. he still needs to beat his ass that's why yeah, like, you like, can yeah. help me but i'm gonna beat your ass when we're done I that's totally what i was waiting that. for and we didn't yeah. get it no yeah i agree with that because they built him up so well you know like with, with him being like a villain you know and for them you know, I understand you want to redeem the characters and all that, but for to redeem them so quickly, you know, and just like with like almost like doing nothing almost, it's like, you know, yeah. you, you could have really, you could have saved that for like, you know, the movie or season mm-hmm. three or whatever, you know, it felt a little rushed. And I think the whole finale felt a little bit rushed too. You know, there was a lot of threads that they, they tried their best to tie them all up, but we, you know, it, it wasn't, I think that's what made it like less satisfying. Yeah. And as much as they tried, like, what's his name's whole speech at the end? Anthony Mackie's whole speech at the end. That, like, as much as I was trying to resonate with it, and, like, I did, you know, it resonated, but it just didn't feel like, I don't know. That was probably the most, the least realistic thing about (laughs) the show, because I'm like, okay, so he really stands around all these politicians and talks them into changing, like, that's not going to work. Politicians are all about money and all like that like just talking to them 
listening to a black man who's wearing a fancy outfit is not going to change their mind (laughs) and that was probably the yeah the least realistic thing but I mean it's a fantasy it's a nice fantasy it's a nice dream we would hope for something like that but yeah that didn't land for me either I was like as much as I would like for it to a lot of the social things like my cousin and I actually spoke about it after we watched it because we talked about how much we enjoyed WandaVision and how we're always dying to watch WandaVision every night but like yeah Falcon and Winter Soldier just wasn't the same because it was like it was good the messages that they were trying to push and that they were you know the because we were not used to hearing that kind of social commentary in a lot of Marvel things but I don't know at some at some point it didn't feel natural at some points you know mm-hmm. at some points it felt you know like there was a Disney hand in there I know <laughs> like the showrunner you know was a black man I believe but mm-hmm. it, you know I'm sure there was some studio input in there or something I don't know but uh yeah there were there were moments that it didn't land but they tried but the U.S. agent guy I think that they probably will be setting him up to be a baddie still later on right because sure. but then why why redeem him like that why have Bucky be his best pal at the end you know yeah no, I don't know but I think isn't he still supposed to be because I mean what's her name Contessa whatever her name Valentina Allegra De Fontaine because I had to write that down aka Julie <laughs> Louis-Dreyfus when I saw yeah. her pop up I was like Elaine what's yeah. happening <laughs> yeah I liked her being that was fun that was fun to see and it was fun I was like wow a cameo that they actually uh pulled through on mm-hmm yeah Instead of like hyping up something like you'll never guess who's going to be on here, like they they stuck the landing with her. Yeah, I, I think with U.S. Agent though, what you're saying, like I think they're setting up like Thunderbolts essentially, the Marvel's <laughs> version of Suicide Squad. So I don't know anything be- about that. <laughs> so basically, it's like marvel's anti-heroes so you have baron zemo who's chilling on the raft you've got u.s agent Mm. honestly they could they could find a way to bring agatha harkness in there even though i don't think she's ever been a part of it but like she is like a prime example of like someone they could like use i guess i don't know so i thought like that setup at the end I was like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. But also, like, uh, I don't know how I feel. Like, with John Walker, how they left it, it doesn't feel like I don't really care to see him anymore (laughs) right now. But, yeah. Yeah. No, I only want to see him if he's going to be doing some, you know, dumb stuff. And (laughs) Yeah. He works better when... Kick his butt. Yeah, for real. That character works better when... He's being, it's the U.S. government using him, right? Yeah, It's like some yes. evil person using him, then, you know, it just becomes like a regular bad guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. But I mean, the U.S. government is like not supposed to be evil, but evil. So that's what makes it more <laughs> yeah. Which says Worse. more. And I think that's like the yeah. social commentary coming through yeah. that like works. Whereas, mm-hmm. I mean, I liked Sam's speech at the end, but it did feel very corny to me like it It didn't feel like somebody actually like wrote that well (laughs) yeah Yeah. i i i I agree with that because like it 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 feels like out of left field in some sense because like 
the whole race thing is something really that Marvel hasn't explored right yeah. ever before. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for them to just bring it in, like at the very end, like of, yeah. a, of a series, it's like, well, that's one of the, it goes back to like show don't tell, like, were you just telling us that? Like, we've never right, seen yeah. his struggles, you know, and, and exactly. the, the people they're talking about, like, you can't just say that. Like, we agree yeah. with you. That's fine. But you yeah, need they, to show us. You they know? tried to throw in some of those cookie cutter moments, you know, like, you know, the police pulling them over mm-hmm. and, um, you know, him not being able to get a loan. But that was really it. I'm like, they didn't really show. I feel like they didn't really show because yeah. uh, they could have really shown like, oh, we're actively choosing this white man to be Captain America over you, even yeah. though Cap gave you the shit. Like they didn't really show like a real struggle. Like they mm-hmm. they threw in some of those damn what's the word that i'm looking for just predictable moments that you would expect i guess yeah the same old same old that they go to police encounter you know etc etc yeah i'm sorry made it more authentic i was just gonna ask what did y'all think of like the isaiah bradley like storyline i was Um, actually that was the next thing i was gonna bring up that's another thing where it goes to like Although it was well acted and all that stuff, like yeah, they just told us Tell, the story, right? It's like you, you you need like for especially at the end when yeah. when um Sam like gives them that moment in the museum, like although like those very well performed, but like mm-hmm. like if you just like we never saw his struggle, like mm-hmm. it'd be great if they set him up like in this sh- in this show, like introduce him and then give him like his own solo film, like where you like go actually go back in time and see him and yeah. then give us that scene in the museum like in captain america five or season four of of this show you know like it just it doesn't feel like you don't feel the emotional you don't feel a lot you know just a flashback or something anything yeah Yeah, like a flashback episode would have been great yeah oh man that would have been really good because the idea the idea is great right that there was another super soldier that they used in what was it the vietnam war Korean War. Korean War, right? And, you know, he was a black soldier. Like, that's a great idea, right? But for them just to wrap it, like, wrap, that's even more of an insult, I think, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just sort just of to just, talk about just, it. Just uh, brush it to it. the side. Just talk yeah. about it really brief. It's like, it's like Disney saying, like, yeah, look, we're progressive. Like, exactly. But, like, are you really? Like, you're really, you're just, exactly. you're saying you are, but you're not showing us, right? Yeah. <laughs> performative. That's the yeah. word that we've yeah. been looking for. A lot of it was very performative mm-hmm. and, you know, in a authentic and you know trying to check a box almost sometimes yeah so shouldn't have been which, it could be a little better yeah which there, disney has done you know oh, a few times in the several absolutely. times as you know like it's like if you were to tell me like oh you know there was a mexican in the show but he was like a gardener in the background or oh something you know <laughs> it's like well, yeah, you, check, realize, you check the box you check sure, the box like, i didn't realize there, there, you know? exactly i didn't realize that like because i remember them saying like oh yeah marvel is gonna have its first gay character in endgame that's what yeah. they say oh yeah Oh, and it was yeah. one of the directors in a support group and i'm yeah. like what just because he said oh my partner and i'm like that's it that's your yeah. gay representation yeah that's <laughs> even like worse they, than not doing it just don't yeah, do it worse yeah bare minimum bare yeah. minimum it's bad it's yeah no they need to figure that out yeah 
Go Sorry, ahead. one more nope. thing just to wrap up. Like, yeah. you know, if you if you want to, like, a lot of people complain about it being getting political and all this stuff. I don't have any problem with that. But if you want right. to do it, you have to earn it, just like with anything exactly. else. You know, you can't exactly. just say it. You know, mm-hmm. exactly. But, I think that they, I absolutely agree that they should be doing that. They should be doing more totally. of that. But they should be doing it properly, and they yeah. didn't do it properly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. What was your other point, Meredith? Your <laughs> yeah, sorry. I mean, all of this is great. And so, like, I don't want to stop. That's why I feel like bad. I'm like, oh, I'm going to wait and finish the it. thought. And as of now, it was announced that we have a Captain America 4 movie, which is in development. Do we want more of the series Falcon and Winter Soldier? Or I guess it'd be called Captain America and Winter Soldier. Would we want more of that? Or do we want just more movies? Or is there a way to do both? Like, as of now watching it, what do you think? I feel like maybe they would stop at Cap 4 and then just go keep going with the show from there, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like I would rather them keep it in show format. Mm-hmm. I like the show format. I mean, if they were to tighten up the writing and stuff like that, I think that they could do it. They could keep it in show format. And that way we could get like flashback episodes and like episodes focusing on Bucky, episodes focusing on Falcon, etc. And I would like to see a season two of the show but mm-hmm. i wouldn't mind seeing uh i mean i feel like i'd rather see a season two than a cap four but i wouldn't mind a cap four i mean it just depends mm-hmm. i feel like at that point it's kind of redundant honestly if you're gonna do a show and a movie <laughs> <laughs> or i can see you doing a movie like to wrap up the show mm-hmm. you're finishing the show but at the same time i don't know about that yeah i think last week if you were if you were to have asked me last week i would have said let's get everything shows movies and all that but i think you know marvel the mcu was already like a long tv show right like with each movie being like an episode so breaking that up even to like smaller episodes like you know unless you have something really like a really good script it all comes down to scripts right writing Mm -hmm. you know like i i would rather just keep if you're gonna tell another story just like this just make it a movie because then you'll make it tighter you know you won't waste a lot of time if you're going to do a show, approach it like WandaVision, where it's something completely like crazy and out of, out of left field, like that's where you take the risks, you know, mm. do something like completely crazy. But, you know, like uh, Brianna said, if, if the writing improves, I wouldn't mind seeing a season two, three, and also the movies as well. But you know, it's funny, like we, we, we're so critical of like first season stuff like that. But like a lot of the, a lot of the shows that I love, you know, back in the day, like first couple seasons weren't very good. You know, they didn't start getting good yeah. until like two or three That's or true. four and yeah, stuff like that. True. So, you know, I do think like, and this wasn't bad at all. You know, you no. know, we're being too no. negative, like, but it wasn't bad. But I think, you know, shows sometimes take time to find their footing. And this could be one of those, you know, where if you get yeah. to season three, that's when it starts getting really good, you know. So yeah. there's definitely room for improvement. And I'm sure they can improve. Find a way to balance you know, the stories that they're going to tell in the movies and the stories that they're going to tell on the TV shows, you know, because it's 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 not going to be easy, you know, to keep our attention to to make, you know, stories that are worth the six or seven, eight, nine, ten episodes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think probably the only way that it would work maybe is if like, which I'm sure for 
Well, no, I guess it doesn't make any sense. Because I'm sure four, it will tie into the MCU phase four or five or ten or whatever phase they're in. And then... I think um, by the time it comes out, it will be phase five, so... What, the, what, Cap 4? Yeah. So, so, okay, so if it's tying into that, then that's fine, but it's like, and you can, I guess, use the show to explore, I guess, whatever else Cap and Bucky are up to outside of Phase 5 activities, but... Yeah, them doing their taxes and stuff. Exactly. You know, they, <laughs> exactly. Which I'm fine with. I, I love the character stuff. You know? Right. Like, you I love you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, like that was my favorite. Whereas my favorite scenes from that show were the two of them fixing that boat. I'm yeah. like, that was the day-to-day good. stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. Just let them fix the boat the whole time. I loved it. I loved Bucky having his Negro moment at the end when he went to the barbecue and he was getting to hang around all the I was like, this is just great. I love this like little human moments. I didn't care about the rest of the stuff. <laughs> I really just like the whole Carly thing. Just, oh my God, I can't talk about enough how much that droned on and on. And I was so ready for her to die. I would have liked for John. I was hoping John Walker would have become the main villain. That's what I was thinking I was going towards too. Mm-hmm. So much so that by the time we got to the last episode, <laughs> I didn't really know what the climax was, like what they were fighting for. Like in WandaVision, I knew it was the battle for Westview, right? And and that was what we were gonna see. Like I didn't like I wasn't too clear on what they were fighting for <laughs> in yeah, the last right, episode. Exactly. So that you know, like it, you know, when 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 Sam flies into the building and you see his new suit, that was great. But because mm-hmm. I wasn't like fully like behind like what exactly was going on like the drama like it wasn't as great as it could have been right yeah yeah I will say I would kill for uh to have more scenes between Bucky and Sarah and uh, Sam oh, being like yeah. don't flirt with my sister like yeah. that <laughs> stuff was great um, that was the that, see that was the best part and that's why I feel like they should have been doing way more of that like that should have been happening way sooner why wasn't Bucky with Sam all this time I don't understand mm-hmm. I just don't understand. he's been alone yeah it felt like he joined his mission just like like oh I'm gonna go with you you know like yeah, exactly. it wasn't part of it at all like exactly. well, who do you work for like don't you have a job like at Walmart or something like, exactly like, <laughs> well it's interesting that after Endgame it seems like everybody's kind of gone their own separate ways of like how they're dealing with life post blip I guess but I feel like that's when like they really need to like hey I need friends because I'm going through depression and some real stuff right now like where was Hawkeye when Wanda was you know have in the pits of her despair before walking in and find and seeing visions like cold dead body on at the sword headquarters or whatever and she make Westview you know like yeah, everybody abandoned poor Wanda. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, nobody went, at least, like, Falcon and Bucky had each other, but, like, yeah. nobody checked on Wanda. <laughs> nobody did. Mm-hmm. And Steve, like, Steve was, I feel like he was always very protective of Wanda. Mm-hmm. And when she came back and basically was the one who got closest to getting rid of Thanos before Iron Man snapped. Nobody thanked her for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? Nobody was like, hey, come stay here in this home. You know, we'll protect you. have like, a place to like, live. 
she was just by herself wandering wanda wandering i don't know and i mean she's still kind of on her own wandering in her in the cabin wherever yeah can't wait she gonna be the villain in dr strange too i mean i wouldn't be mad about it but i don't think I don't think she will be the ultimate villain in that movie just because her kids are reaching out to her in the multiverse. I feel like because she heard them calling out to her, I feel like that's where she's going to like reach out to Stephen Strange to be like, um, I need to find my kids that I, you know, brought forth into this world, you know, don't know where they're at. Can you help me? Yeah, that'll be interesting. I don't know. She looked very villainous at the end of Wanda. She did, which, again, I'm not mad about it. If she is the villain, I good for her. You know, Sharon Carter, Wanda, they can be villains all they want to. They've gone through enough stuff. Yeah, I didn't, I don't know. Sharon Carter is someone else who I feel like they could have left out of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they could have again tightened like who was involved like i liked seeing sharon carter like her fighting in episode three was pretty awesome like she was doing a lot of her own stunts but Mm -hmm. yeah that whole section felt like it was unnecessary to like the overall story that was happening it's like zemo was unnecessary too they did like Mm -hmm. like WandaVision was like no cameos maybe like one or two people you've seen before <laughs> and then Falcon and Winter Soldier was like everyone we're gonna bring in Zemo for some reason we're gonna bring in Sharon Carter and just Bat Rock again like what I'm, I didn't I don't know I think they did they were doing a lot yeah it felt like a lot of setup for future like storylines and stuff like that did we really need that? Like, they didn't, well, they kind of did, but it just, you know, Zemo was exciting and then they just kind of brushed him off, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Karen was exciting and they just kind of brushed her off. It was a lot of brushing off, you know? It just was to... a lot of brushing <laughs> off. I liked the, oh, I liked the uh, Dora Milaje showing up too. That was fun. That yeah. was great. And honestly, like, speaking of more of Bucky, like his relationship with Wakanda and the Dora Milaje, like, that they could have done a full episode instead of just that one flashback them beating up john walker was the highlight of the season for me yeah and then Uh, they just kind of go away yeah they take zemo to the raft and that's it i'm like you didn't want to take him you could have yeah i'm like why didn't you take him there and imprison him there where you can watch him that's what they should have done because you know they go to the raft i'm sure he's just gonna escape with all his other raft buddies that are well that's steve broke into the raft and let everybody out before so like clearly it's not that great of a prison so why would you leave him there exactly yeah that's strange when we saw that yeah and they're so concerned they're like oh he killed our king so we need to take him but then you're not taking him yeah (laughs) you're dropping him off somewhere else i don't know yeah if they cared that much he should have gone back to wakanda Mm -hmm. to answer to them Mm -hmm. but yeah i definitely would have loved to have seen i really wanted to see more of of Bucky and Wakanda who would be dying to see that and his relationship with Io and like the rest of them because it seemed like 
he was very chummy with her. Yeah. And I'm like, I would love for us to have dug deeper into that mm-hmm. and saw what was going on. There's a lot of missed opportunities, yeah. Yeah, I think either it would have benefited from having more episodes, like nine or yeah. ten, like WandaVision, mm-hmm. or been like a two-hour movie where you just cut all that stuff out. Like, yeah. don't even don't even give it to us. Like, just if you're not going to yeah, explore exactly. it to any, like, depth, like, just don't even bother. Don't do it Yeah, they could definitely could have made it longer, I think. And put- I was really surprised it was only six. Like, when we got to the yeah. episode, I was like, whoa, it's the finale already next week? And only two post-credit scenes. Yeah. I was expecting by episode three, I'm like, all right, there should be at least a mid-credit or a post-credit because there's not enough there's not enough time for all of this like you really want to we needed more and it just yeah it was so little on that it it could have benefited from at least like eight or nine episodes what was the end credit scene the second one so the first one was john walker making his own shield at the end of the fifth episode and then Sharon Carter getting full pardon and then calling somebody oh, up yeah. to be like, our business is moving to the U.S. Which, there have been some interesting theories about who she was on the phone with, but I've been burned by WandaVision to make <laughs> too many, like, extreme uh, predictions because I'll just have my heart broken. She's on the phone with Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a good one. <laughs> I saw a good one of uh, her being on the phone with Justin Hammer, which I would mm. love to see Sam Rockwell back in the MCU. That'd be great. I think he's going to show up in Armor Wars, Armor though. Armor Wars. Yeah. I would like for him to, sh- I would really like for him to come back. Yeah. Because I love Sam Rockwell and like, we didn't get enough of him. They just put him in that one movie. Yeah. <laughs> And it was it was like one of those shit ones. I should have definitely brought him back for another movie. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I love Sam Rockwell. I but I know. think yeah, I think Feige's gonna look at all the theories like and just do the opposite. Like oh, they don't know who's that? on the on the other side of that phone call, right? I'm sure they haven't decided. I think it's just like her assistant at this Probably. point. Yeah. Like, hey, start moving this stuff over. You know, basic stuff not not Mephisto <laughs> not Julie Louis Dreyfus what what are it was just the the hammer that's the only one that you heard the rumor that you heard I heard uh, Val being somebody who she was on the phone with Sam Rockwell and then uh, oh somebody said it was Trevor from Iron Man 3 the fake Mandarin <laughs> which oh lord that's totally not show up right i mean i'd love for him to show up especially since like shang chi and the legend of the ten rings is coming out and we're getting the real mandarin it'd be fun to have like a cameo of like what's trevor up to these days he's probably just chilling at his apartment you know living life yeah (laughs) i would hope that we would get to see that again, Sir Ben Kingsley. That was hilarious. That was. What a surprise. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who she could have been talking to. I feel like if it was anyone important, they probably would have showed us. True. Like, and you're probably right. Like, they probably haven't decided who she's talking to. So <laughs> it probably could just be her assistant or somebody. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't want to speculate either because I for yeah. sure. <laughs> We've I been burned too many times before. <laughs> I was so excited watching WandaVision. Like I would literally be dying week to week because I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, what's going to happen? Who's going to be? Yeah. And then they just like punched me in the face in that last episode. I was so upset. But it was still good. I still liked it. But I, I think yeah, they taught us a lesson. It. You know, they did. don't start, you know, all right, so I'm just going to do what sure you told did. me. I'm not going to do it anymore. I learned my lesson. Sit my ass down and just watch, watch. and not say anything. Because I, for sure, the Quicksilver thing, the Evan Peterson, that's really what upset me so much. That was everything. Oh, I was so excited. I was literally, like, in my apartment trying to not to scream because it was like 1 (laughs) a.m and I was just like "Ah, oh my god and I was just so excited because I'm like please tell me Aaron Taylor Johnson is gonna show up and you Mm -hmm. know we're gonna get some kind of battle of the Quicksilvers or something (laughs) I don't know like something anything and it turned out to be a total bait and switch I'm still holding out hope I don't know why I'm still holding out hope there's something there there's something more there they they couldn't have just done that just because they can't just cast him yeah. knowing what we know about the yeah. Fox X-Men universe. There has to be something. Even and if they don't the even if they don't know what it is gonna be yet, it still has to be something. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be nothing. It can't be nothing. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It really doesn't need to be because yeah. it was that was such a great move for them to do that if they were yeah. gonna do what I thought they were gonna do. What we all thought <laughs> they were gonna do. Yeah. That I mean, mean, honestly, I, I'm still thinking we're getting uh, so in Doctor Strange too. I have a feeling we're gonna see uh, him show it back up again. I wouldn't be surprised if I we got a so. Deadpool cameo because they're making that movie. I think okay. Apparently, Chris Evans may make another cameo. I've heard. I only want him to show up if he's fantastic for Johnny Storm. That's for what I said. Yep. That's what I said. And that's what I was thinking he was going to do was he was going to be Johnny Storm because who else is Johnny Storm also is Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. How He's both of them. It's just There's so many people. Gemma Chan is also pulling double duty. In yep. You now there's a lot of people pulling double duty. I'm like, get everybody who's done two roles and flip the script. <laughs> they could do it for sure. But that would be crazy if they do that. And I, they don't need to... They be, they be getting us excited and then fucking. Yeah, I feel like we're yeah. we're getting too excited for the Doctor Strange movie, and it's just gonna be like a straightforward, you know, Very film, so, yeah. and we're all gonna be like setting ourselves up for disappointment. So I'm trying to hold back there, but I can't help it sometimes. You know? I, can't I can't either. Either, especially with Loki coming up, that show looks nuts. I can't <laughs> wait for just like the madness yeah. to unfold there. Yeah, that looks um, really awesome. It looks very good. I'm most excited for Loki for sure. Another one that I'm building up in my head too much, and I'm a, no, I don't I'm a think disappointment. You are. No, I but don't think um, you are. <laughs> the, the Eternals. Oh my gosh! Oh, no, because no, no, after no, 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 okay, no. when we talked last time, Mary, when I was on last time, I had not seen Nomadland yet. Mm-hmm. But now I have seen it. You've seen it, yeah. So now, the fact that they got Chloe Zhao is that, mm-hmm. is that yeah. It's so, and I know they've gotten independent film directors before and they brought it in. They've done a great job and all that. But seeing Nomadland, and then I've heard some podcasts where she talks about like her filmmaking process and stuff like that. It, it feels like, wow, they really have like a an auteur, you know, like, and are they going to let her make 
her film you know or they or is she gonna fall more into the marvel stuff but just thinking about the possibility of what she can make because it feels like almost like, like it's like if they hired Terrence Malick to direct a Marvel film oh my you know? gosh <laughs> like, and just the possibilities in my head I'm building it up so much like I'm so excited to see like just even a trailer for this yeah. to see oh what yeah too. I have no They've idea what's nothing. coming yeah. and after watching Nomadland nothing. I'm like this is a Oh my, I'm so excited. And again, I'm building it up too much in my head. No, uh, I 100% am doing the same thing. Yeah. I'm most excited for the Eternals. Most excited yeah. more than anything mm. else. I've seen nothing. I know nothing. That's I almost don't want to like, even watch a trailer. Just go into the I just want to slide. Yeah. But I there are a lot of things because I've read a lot of articles. I read about, I read an article where it was like a Disney source or something who was saying that they were basically just like blown away by the footage that they've seen. And I heard Chloe Zhao saying also that they took a big risk, like letting her make the movie basically, and that they were taking a lot of risks with the movie and that it's going to be very different from other Marvel movies. And there was something, I can't remember what she said was the inspiration for her fight. Oh, the Revenant. She said the Revenant for a lot of the action scenes in the movie. And so when I heard that, I was just like, holy shit. I think that's probably what got me the most excited. I was like, this movie is going to be unbelievable. And then like the cast, like Angelina Jolie and them Mm -hmm. being in it, and then the Eternals themselves and how powerful they are. I'm 100% most excited for that. I think that I'm building it a lot up in my head too. But I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's just going to be very good. <laughs> I hope yeah. it. I really do hope it is. I mm-hmm. think it will be for sure. My expectations are sky high for yeah. it. And especially yeah. after her best director win and best picture win mm-hmm. for Nomadland this past weekend, like, it's like, okay, I'm ready to see a trailer with saying, like, Academy Award winning director. <laughs> like, let's let's have something you know just a tasty morsel of what we could see maybe that's coming soon maybe we'll be getting a trailer now (laughs) people were making jokes on twitter that you know they were waiting to release the trailer after her win so that they could put academy award winning director chloe zhao on the trailer so especially if it is going to be like experimental like that'll be a way to sell us on it right winning director you know exactly (laughs) exactly yeah i'm really excited for that what was the one you were saying before eternals so we've got uh shang chi coming out um this summer or actually i think it's labor day weekend it comes out we have that trailer wow yeah we got that last week which it was for his birthday like they released the poster and then they were like surprise here's the teaser trailer for it which Mm -hmm. looks great it does look great i saw someone i saw people talking about the color grading on it i saw a lot Mm -hmm. of people saying that it didn't look like it had really been really i actually thought it looked very like bright and nice like yeah a bit different than a than a marvel because marvel movies are usually like very like dull you know kind of like yeah well 
I feel like it was color. still a little. It was color, but it was still kind of dull. Like it just wasn't. Because I, I saw I thought, from what I saw, I've only seen the trailer once. But I don't know. Go ahead. I'll find mm-hmm. the. I'm gonna find the tweet so I can send it to you because I didn't think about it either when I saw. But I saw someone do a side by side and like mm-hmm. have the regular one, and then the, like they did a color grading and it looked okay. much better, much richer how they did it. And I was like, oh, that probably would have been much better. But I mean, it does still look very good. But you I could think. also say that the final color grade for the film has been done yet that's right? what so i was also thinking yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 for sure because i mean when does the movie come out july september because we get black widow finally comes out in july oh, that comes out in july. then we get shang chi and then we get eternals in november yeah um okay. and spider-man <laughs> and spider-man in december spider-man yeah and hawkeye in december too right so it's like three movies and like what does any other marvel shows come out besides loki and so we've got what if uh the animated series that's coming out it's coming out this summer we've got loki we have i want to say miss marvel might be coming out this year kamala khan's character um so that is also around the corner i know we're getting secret invasion i think next year which olivia coleman is going to be in secret invasion i'm so excited about yeah that. i'm very excited about that too and emilia clark. clark so i wonder is she gonna hook up with her other marvel i mean not marvel her other game of thrones oh my um, gosh cast members later later on down the road i'd like to see that yeah because wait like kit harrington and, and richard madden oh yeah. my gosh that's both in eternals <laughs> That's, that's really that's another reason I'm ex- most excited for Eternals. That cast is crazy. Cast it is, is insane. Kumail Nanjiani and Angelina and Brian Tyree. Tyree. Yep, that's a lot of people. I'm very excited. It's going to be. Uh, I am really hoping it's as good as they are like selling it to be. Like with the cast, with the director, and with like you know taking big risk because. I want Marvel to keep doing big stuff with Thor Ragnarok, with Guardians even, with WandaVision. Like, let's get weird. Let's get out there. Like, you've proven that you can make the money. Let's expand what we can do within the MCU. And I that's why I like that we do have some of these series that we can break some of that up and get to tell more intimate stories, but also like, get experimental like we've never done this before let's try it here and see what happens and that's what like loki looks that way it's a time heist you know with owen wilson it just seems like so yeah bizarre and out there and i'm like good let's keep doing it you know yeah yeah that one that's why i think that one and wandavision probably are going to be the most interesting for sure because they do have that whole kind of just like funky different style than you know the typical marvel property you know so yeah and i think so like because you you this has been going on for like 10 years over 10 years now yeah you built up enough goodwill in the audience that like we're willing to go to those you know experimental stuff you know watch Um, whatever they put out yeah watch whatever they put out you know and like with dr strange with uh it's sam raimi directing it right yep yeah so and i keep hearing like horror being thrown around yeah me too i like because like i i love horror films me too it's like one of my favorite genres and when i hear that like i get very like suspicious like are you is it really horror 
Or are you just going to throw in like a it's jump a scare Disney too? horror. Yeah, you know, like, is, is it going to be Sam Raimi, like uh, Evil Dead Sam Raimi? Or is it going to be that Oz movie that he made? You know, like which Sam Raimi? Is it? <laughs> you know? don't, yeah. don't tell me that. Don't tell me it's going to be horror. You know, get my hopes up again, you know, because yeah. it could it, it has the potential to be really crazy and great, you yeah. know, and scary, you know? Hell yeah. Um, so like, I'm like, I'm really like, that one I am putting a guard up, you know, like don't throw that horror word around because you're going to get me really excited, especially with Sam Raimi directing, you know? Yeah. Doctor Strange is next year. Yeah, Doctor Strange will be next year. Hold on, because I keep a, Mar- a Marvel running list <laughs> as one does, you know? Yeah. So we've got Doctor Strange next year. We've got Thor 4 coming out next year. I think those are the two for 2022 right now but i'm excited for thor 4 as well yes with kurt russell as zeus you mean russell crow yeah russell crow <laughs> one of the russells well we already got kurt and the fact that his son yeah, wyatt son. just did this is like whoa we're really keeping Both things in the family <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> and uh, christian bale in this too oh it's yes like, Christian I Bale never thought in. he'd ever come back to a comic book movie. So the fact that Taika got That's him, true. I was like, what did you say to him to get yeah. him to do this? I would like to know. That means there's going to be like a great script there, right? It's going to be really wild. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm ready for that too. I'm ready mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, Marvel doesn't disappoint. I'm also very excited for Captain Marvel too. I don't know when that Ooh, comes out. Yeah. I'm very excited because the I didn't like the first one. <laughs> I mean, it was okay. But for some reason, I feel like the second one's going to be very good. I'm very excited with this Nia DaCosta girl who did, mm-hmm. you know, the Candyman movie, which I haven't even seen yet. So I'll be excited to see what she does with it. Mm-hmm. And, and getting yeah. more Monica Rambeau and even Kamala Khan in that too. Like I just think. Oh, it's Kamala Khan. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess. He's going to be in it. Yeah, so all of them are going to be in it. And I think that's going to be really interesting of like, I want to know what happened between Monica and Carol. Because like during WandaVision, she was like, "Uh, we're not talking about her right now. It's like, whoa, okay. And I am not a fan of horror movies. But But I did see the animated short that uh, Nia released about Candyman and it looks like it's going to be really good. I trust in her abilities to, you know, make Captain Marvel too great. I'm not seeking out horror movies unless <laughs> can, I'm dragged that, by that, Brianna to that Candyman remake looks really good, and I'll be excited. Like if that turns out well, like I'll be excited to see like Captain oh, America yeah. do because I think that's what Cat, the Cat, Captain Marvel. Sorry, I think that's what Captain Marvel was kind of lacking, like a strong like directing. You know, mm-hmm. it felt a little bland. Yeah, so I'll be really excited. I think if it does, like, if Candyman does get, like, good reviews and it is great, you probably should seek it out just to see what might be coming down the yeah, road, you yeah. know, with, with Captain Marvel. But I'll Secret have to Invasion, watch it in the comfort of my home, honestly. Yeah, sure. So. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. What, Candyman? <laughs> yeah. You would watch it? I would watch it in the comfort of my home. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but, uh, last words. I'm going to come over one day and be like, we're watching this. Oh, the, yeah. the secret invasion that's the stuff with the scrolls right like yes yeah, so that's really exciting too yeah give me scrolls give me all of 
we don't know who these people really are. That's gonna be really good. Yeah. yeah. Are we gonna find out what Samuel L. Jackson is doing in space during Secret Invasion? I would hope so. Now, is that a show or a movie? It's a show. Oh. It's a show. Okay. Yeah. So you've got Ben Mendelsohn back as Talos. You've got Samuel L. Jackson, Amelia Clark, Olivia Coleman, and then. Uh, the guy who played Malcolm X in One Night in Miami, he's Ooh, supposed yeah, to be really good. He's in it as well. So it's like a really like interesting, like older cast too. I mean, Amelia Clark, she's still kind of young, I guess, but like mm-hmm. more like heavy hitters, you know. I'm really excited what they're gonna do in a series like that. Yeah. I'll be very interested to see. I'm loving um, uh, Olivia Coleman joining the MC. I don't know why I'm very excited about that, but I am just because she's like one of my faves. She's and, so great. And I'm yeah. I'm so geeked about this. Oh my goodness. I Because she can do the dramatic stuff, but she's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to see her like do it all. She can do no wrong in my book. She can't. I wonder will Francis McDormand join join the MCU now? <laughs> that Chloe Zhao is part of the family. You know, I think at this rate, the sky's the limit with Marvel. They can kind of get whoever they want yeah, at this I point. I mean, she's done big budget action franchise stuff before, so she did a Transformers she movie, she right? Was in Transformers, like five. Four or something. Oh yeah. no! You know I do remember her being in. It was like I want to say she was in like three. I want to say she was in one that. It was three. I was think it was three. Yeah, yeah. the moon yeah. one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bring her along too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who I'd really like is Brad Pitt. Oh well, can he be in it now that Angelina's in it? <laughs> he could be that Adam guy, right? Ooh. Adam, the war, the guy at the end of the oh, Guardians Adam Warlock. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he probably could. I would love for him to do for him to be in the MCU. Which he's done a cameo in Deadpool two before, so it's like yeah, it's he- not outside the realm of possibility for him to like do it. I guess like he's not opposed to comic book movies. Mm-mm. No, I didn't. No, has he done one before? I'm trying to think. Well, he did a World War Z, which is based on a that's true a zombie a novel about zombies. So, but not really like a comic book. Not really a comic book, but I mean, he said he did it for his kids. He wanted to do something that is. He did World War Z for his kids. Yeah, that's what I remember hearing. So what? That is like. (laughs) Sure, let's traumatize my kids. Here's a zombie movie. Well, yeah, I definitely would like to see him as somebody or just like in one of the movies. He could be a side character. You know, I don't care. Yeah. But I'd like to see him in action. I think he'd pretty be pretty good. Just throw I mean, everybody in the MCU. Every I bet every I mean, actor. Soon enough, everybody's going to be Meryl in the Meryl Streep needs to be in the it, MCU. Right? She probably um, will be. Glenn Close at this point should. Just, Let's just, oh yeah, she'd be there doing the butt all over the. Place. Oh my god. The MCU is just so big; it's gonna assimilate everybody eventually. Oh, yeah. a... At some point, everybody goes through it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like an initiation to Hollywood. I guess if you want to be an actor, you got to be in a Marvel movie. <laughs> you want Direct something a Marvel a kick- movie? Write yeah. a Marvel movie. 
kickstart uh, kickstart your career. You've got to do something with Marvel, and then you can go. But off. is that a kickstart to your career? That's no. Like I think it means like already you made, made it. Oh it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, made it. If you yeah, <laughs> done a couple of stuff to get Marvel's attention, then you're put into a Marvel movie. Then you've made it. You've done like a really good indie film. You know, yeah, so they yeah. hire you to, so you get their attention and they hire you to, yeah. to make a Marvel movie. I really like that they go and get all these indie directors. Yeah, that's great. I really like that. Once they started mm-hmm. doing that, that's when they started. Cause like, you know, when Taika Waititi took over the Thor movies, even though I miss the Viking feel of the Thor films, I will say, but I mean, he took all those movies over and I love that third Thor movie and you know James Gunn mm-hmm. I'm like they every, every time they go for these indie directors they do a good job Nita Costa Chloe Zhao like Ryan Coogler uh, yeah. Black Panther Ryan Coogler. right yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so that's another one who came like it comes to mind like a very experimental like indie film you know Fruitville Station mm-hmm. oh, you know yeah. and then he went on to do the biggest movie like on earth with the exactly black panther yeah. you know so mm-hmm. that might be something like if you want to follow like the trajectory of like chloe chow you know might look yeah. to ryan coogler for mm-hmm. sure i'm wondering what how black panther 2 is gonna work like you're gonna recast gonna right right now well i don't know that's what As they're saying now they said that they have they have no plans to recast yeah. which is i kind of go back and forth on because on one hand, like we've had multiple, we've had multiple Batmans. War Machine was, you know, uh, Terrence Howard was replaced by Don Cheadle, like Hulk, Hulk, Hulk. Edward, <laughs> uh, Edward Norton for Mark Ruffalo. Like you could recast, and like that would be great in order to like not sacrifice the story. But if they have something really good in mind, like I'm not gonna oppose them for doing it but it is such a like a monumental task of like how do you make a sequel and not have T'Challa in it and they're also making like a Wakanda series for Disney plus so like what's that gonna be about you know I think it would be very hard to explain his absence right like if you were to replace him right like what are you gonna Uh, say you can't say that he died off screen right because that would be pretty like you know be disrespectful to the character a little bit like oh yeah he he went back to, you know home or something like, and just never yeah. show up you know <laughs> it's just, yeah yeah i don't know like you know i i think you know i think a recast would probably be the way to go although you know if you w- want to give the mantle of black panther to another character who's already there that would probably be good too yeah give it to shuri yeah i'm thinking that's probably definitely something they could do and i mean you know they've got daniel kaluuya right there they could have another academy award winner yeah that maybe daniel kaluuya takes up takes up the mantle or something for some reason they can honestly take from their pool of people that they have right now in the movies so but yeah i mean passing the mantle would be a good job would be a good idea recasting i think eventually they will have to yeah no, they should need. They should for sure recast at some point, because mm-hmm. I mean, then otherwise the buck stops there with, with you know Chadwick, and I don't think he would want that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure he'd want it to continue. So, I think they should recast it eventually. Kaz, mm-hmm. this is so wonderful to just like talk all the Marvel things with y'all. Oh yeah. 
cool. It's long overdue. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I can always talk Marvel any day, hour, week. <laughs> it's just the best. I'll never stop talking also about how pissed off that final fight scene <laughs> in game makes me. We no. never want to stop you from being able to express that. It makes me so mad. Even for the stuff that doesn't quite hit the mark, like this one, like it's still fun to talk. I still enjoyed it, you know. Yeah, overall, yeah, of course. Great, you know. So, Obviously, I was like fist jumping yeah. in the theater. Like I loved every second, all fifteen minutes of it. But now, <laughs> looking back on it, I'm like, you could have done a little bit more. <laughs> could have given me a little more, you know. But it's fine. <laughs> Could have had thirty minutes. It's no big deal. Like it could have thirty minutes. Yeah, they could. It could have been an hour. It could have been an hour. That could have been the last hour of the movie. The movie was three hours. I didn't need two hours and forty five minutes of them time traveling back to movies I've already seen. Like, show I don't me know, though. You know, I actually kind of disagree with you. Like an hour. Lo- like if it was the action scene, that battle was an hour long. My mind would have melted. I don't know. Maybe because I'm getting that's older. That's what I'm saying. That's, no, that's but in a I bad was. way. No, I want. Like, oh, you mean like too much? Yeah, I think it was cut for pacing, and I, I I would accept that over like making it longer. Well, I don't think it needed to be longer. That's why I don't think it needed to be longer. I just think they could have dedicated more time to it. Like oh, out of the saying. yeah, out mm-hmm. of the three-hour film, the last hour of the movie could have been, you know, the final battle scene, and then like the first hour and a half or two hours could have been you know all the lead up i'm like i didn't need two hours of that i mean even though i enjoyed revisiting some of those movies it was a nice little tie up but that was a lot it was a lot when i wanted really what i want to see is the last 15 minutes which is everybody together like when i think about epic battle scenes i always think about the battle at the end well all the battles in Lord of the Rings, really, but the last one where that battle is long as hell. It's like the whole movie is that one battle. <laughs> you get to see lots of interaction between characters and different things happening in that battle scene. And that was a massive battle scene. Yeah. And they could have given me some. I guess we fun. just look at like battle scenes differently because I prefer the battle in the two towers over <laughs> the one in Return of the King. <laughs> Ah, uh, Helm's Deep. Which one? Yeah. Helm's Deep? Yeah, well, yeah, that one's good too. That one's yeah. good too. But there's no, that's just a battle though. There's not, I mean, yeah. there's. I don't know. You know I guess I'm just getting old. When I see like an action scene that goes over like 10 minutes, I'm like, stop. Like, my head's starting to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I can't process the images as fast as I used to, like when well, I was see, younger. This, it doesn't have, well, that's why I think if it was an hour long, it wouldn't be all like nonstop go, go, go action. It would be moments of we're seeing, you know, just like other smaller scenes that are happening within this big battle scene. So like moments between other characters and things like that okay. instead of yeah. just constant action and blow yeah. up, shoot them up, you know, but I don't know. They should have let me do it. <laughs> it should have let me right well now you know you know you have a map now right make a really good yeah indie that's film. right all you have to do is make a good indie Marvel. movie yeah, that's and all then it's, like, it's so easy oh my it's god it's very easy it's very easy <laughs> it's very actually easy. to get a Let's marvel go, movie. yeah go make a good indie movie <laughs> yeah you're right about that that's probably what i'm gonna do 
Well, we differ on how long the endgame battle could be. I must confess our time has come to an end, though this could probably this whole episode could probably go for another hour. Thank you so much for hopping on and talking Marvel stuff with me. Where can people find you? You got anything to plug? Don't really have anything to plug yet. You can find me on Instagram matinee honey matinee.honey and twitter matinee underscore honey (laughs) i will include those in the description okay and my podcast is called in out delete Uh, we do a new episode every week and we review new movies so if you want to hear my thoughts more of my thoughts on films (laughs) you could go and listen to that robert what the heck what why haven't i been invited on this podcast you know, wow. it's, tech- yeah. oh. <laughs> it's technically wow. not my podcast. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't start well, you it. Pass, yeah. You get a pass. You get a Okay, but I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll make the suggestion. Yeah. And I'm on Instagram, armeza88. As always, you can follow me at Meredith Office on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget to follow the podcast on Twitter at Fangirl Forum Pod. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a fan fantastic day. See you next time.